0: g-i-f-t dot com. Thanks for spending time with me and let's go into the show. You guys know I'm all about having great energy and mental clarity And really great skin as well. And that's why I use Organifi Red Juice. And this is something that I give to my children as well. It is a superfood berry blend of premium organic superfoods that contain potent adaptogens and antioxidants. It helps promote energy with zero caffeine and only two grams of sugar. It has freeze-dried berries like blueberries, acai berries, pomegranate. Raspberries, it has beets. Beets have been shown to help help your body clear out toxins. They also act as a cardio protective food and a powerful food for the brain. They help increase nitric oxide, which improves oxygen delivery to all your muscles, your heart, your liver, your brain, which helps give you better energy, better mental clarity and beets are great for helping thin out your bile, so you have good bile flow, so you can eliminate waste effectively. On top of that, it also has cordyceps. Cordyceps is a medicinal mushroom with incredibly strong adaptogenic qualities. In fact, in 1993, the Chinese women's Olympic track team was accused of being on steroids for their incredible performance, but it turns out they were using the all-natural cordyceps mushroom. It's again, all natural, it's safe, flavorless mushroom dried into a powder, and it's in this Organifi Red Juice in in a clinical dosage of it. And also on top of that, there's Siberian ginseng, also known as Eleuthero. This is another adaptogen that's found in Asia It's been popular in Russia for the last 50 years as a hormone-balancing herb with outstanding health benefits. It's been shown to improve immunity in the body and increase mental alertness and acuity, and we could all use that, right? On top of that, it has reishi mushroom, which is the queen of mushrooms, a powerful adaptogen that promotes an increase in energy. It's also called the grounding mushroom because it has a lot of balancing properties on our hormones, on our stress hormones on our blood sugar. And on top of that, this Organifi Red Juice has rhodiola, one of my favorite adaptogens for physical endurance and increased mental clarity and focused 13 superfoods all together, all 100% USDA certified organic. Now, how I use this is I will take a scoop of this, put it in some water And I will drink this right after lunch. It really helps give me that boost. A lot of times people are getting tired after lunch. For me, this really gives me a great boost. My kids drink a half a scoop of this twice a day in the morning with their breakfast and then also with their lunch. And it really helps support their immune system and keep them super healthy. Guys, check out Organifi Red Juice. Just go to Organifi.com forward slash drjockers. And use the coupon code JOCKERS for 20% off this product or anything else you get from Organifi. Guys, you are going to love this. It's going to be a game changer for you. So check it out, Organifi Reggie. Hey, friends. This podcast is actually an interview that I did a few years ago for a project I worked on called the Keto Edge Summit. The Keto Edge Summit was basically where I interviewed, I think it was like 36, 40 of the top keto experts in the world. We talked about all things keto. We talked about how to get the best results out of the diet. We talked about biohacking strategies to do to help improve your digestive system, to help improve your brain health, your energy, and really get the most out of life. And so this interview is with one of my good friends who is an expert in many different areas. And you'll see as we as we dive into this topic just uh, just how deep we go and uh, the quality of the content that you get. And so just a reminder, this is uh, roughly, you know, this is, I think I did these interviews in like 2017, 2018, so a few years old, but uh, the content is just as relevant and uh, I know that it will make a difference in your life. So you will enjoy this content. And uh, if you wouldn't mind just leaving us a rating or review, your reviews really, really count. They mean the world to us and they help us get seen by more people. So if you just go to your Apple iTunes player and uh, rate us and leave a review, that will really help us uh, just be able to help more people and get this information out to the masses. Thank you for doing that and enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody. Here we are at the Keto Edge Summit, where we are dispelling the myths and helping empower people to get the health benefits of living a ketogenic lifestyle. I'm your host, Dr. David Jockers, and I'm with my good friend here, Dr. BJ Hardick, and we're at the Fountainhead Life University, where both of I went, both of us went to school. Yeah. And uh, BJ actually has one of the largest chiropractic and natural health clinics in all the world. And he was a mentor of mine actually while I was going through school. And uh, just an extraordinary guy wrote uh, a great book that really dives into a lot of ketogenic principles called the Maximize Living Nutrition Plans. That was published in 2009, right before anybody was really talking about a ketogenic diet. Isn't that correct?
1: It was in 2009, and yeah. we, did, we, did not, we did not feel a need to uh, refer to the term ketosis at that time. Yeah. Within a few years, though, we needed to. We, yeah, we didn't. We, there were a lot, of, a lot of concepts in 2009 that hadn't really made it to the forefront. You're absolutely We were, right. we were scraping the surface <laughs> of it, but I think the world's become a lot more aware since 2009. So yes. Anyway, by the time this interview gets out, we're working on a new book anyway to really address a lot of the you know 21st century needs that people have. Definitely. Um, Uh, But, you know, I mean, ancestrally speaking, people have always looked at these types of principles, but I think it's great now that we're looking at, you know, how to more specifically adapt and apply these for people that are looking to um, overcome disease, get in the best shape of their life and know that they're not just dancing with certain concepts, but that they can actually apply these things clinically and scientifically and they get great health results too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, And let us know about like what kind of results have you experimented with a ketogenic lifestyle Low carb, yeah. different things like that. Fasting, a lot of the strategies oh, yeah. we talk about. Tell, tell us about your story. I know you have a health journey yourself. Sure. Tell us about that. Well, so the, the first thing when I was when I was diagnosed
1: yeah. with very very extreme mercury toxicity, this would be about ten years ago is I obviously learned from some of our mentors that the best thing to do was get off sugar, get off grains, uh, get onto more of a fat-based diet basically. And we didn't didn't call it a ketogenic diet, but I mean, I eliminated all grains, I eliminated uh, higher sugar fruits, I started strictly consuming quality animal products, uh, plants, uh, uh, fats, nuts, seeds, so forth, basically a paleo lifestyle. And uh, I, was a, I was a distance runner as well. And I noticed right away that I had, a, you know, when I, when my energy started shifting, I had so much difficulty running those first few weeks yeah. because my body was so used to just living on sugar and living on grains. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would do that pasta as a, as a recovery meal and we would do, you know, um, you know oatmeal that morning of a run yeah. and all these things. So it was really a difficulty shifting over. And I remember inquiring with a lot of like sports people that I knew asking, Is this even possible can somebody be an athlete if they're just thriving on you know basically you know quality low starch carbohydrates quality fats quality proteins and of course the answer is yes. so that was some of my experience doing it more from like an athletic perspective um then when you talk more about fasting though you know i never even really gave any consideration i just lived in north america like most people you eat three meals a day and then i started you know examining the principles of fasting and I didn't really have any health issues that led me to fasting, but I wanted to see how I would do. Yeah, And it made sense to me that, yeah, in ancestral times, you would have been very overly blessed if you could have had three meals a day because they always would not have been there. And I thought, yeah, that makes sense that my gut should take a little bit of a break. And really, within a couple of weeks, I couldn't believe how quickly you realize... Yeah. I don't have to have that meal and hunger pangs are a bit of a psychological thing yeah. and we have so many, we have so many social cues that you should eat and when you're supposed to eat and all these things and your body can adapt very, very quickly.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, around the time that you were writing the book, yeah, I actually was going through my own health journey. I had irritable bowel syndrome and as I was learning how to heal it, you know, I just noticed that when I wasn't eating, I felt significantly better. In fact, I would actually i actually went through a period in, I think it was 2007, where I would only eat in a basically a four hour eating window from three to maybe seven o'clock. And this is way before anybody was talking about yeah, fasting, yeah. ketosis, and I would drink a gallon of water bet- between the time I woke up and noon, yeah. right? And I would work out intensely in the morning and all I would do is just hydrate. And I was here at this school, Life University, <laughs> and I'd have this big gallon jug of water that i bring everywhere. And all my colleagues were like, wow, you're getting really strong. They see me working out in the gym and my strength levels were going through the roof. And I kept telling them, I thought it was the water. I thought (laughs) it was actually the super hydration that I was doing, extending out the sarcomeres, helping with more explosive contractions. And maybe that was a component. I had no clue what a ketone was. Obviously never learned that. And I was actually getting my master's degree in, in uh, sports nutrition while I was here, okay. And I was telling my professor it was a PhD, right? And I was telling her what I'm doing, and she's like, "Oh, there's just no way you're running off glycogen.'re yeah. you know you're just running off glycogen, not ketones. But I was seeing these results, right? And then so when it came out in the forefront, you know what I mean? I'm like, this is exactly what I was doing, yeah. right? And it just made made complete sense. You, you know, one
1: thing that you told me, and I think you were still in school because mm-hmm. we've known each other yeah. for a long time, yeah. uh, you know, is that oftentimes when people think that they're hungry, uh, it's, it, it's, it's all it's all yeah. mindset. Oh, you yeah. know? It's totally. just social cues. And that yes. oftentimes you're thirsty. Yes. And you had indicated yes. to me, that those two in um, yeah, and your hypothalamus centers in the yes, your me. your
0: center and your third <laughs> center are right next to each other in this yes. part of your brain, your hypothalamus. Yeah. yeah. And so in our society we've so never forgotten.
1: Never yeah, forgotten. And
0: we yeah. get a dopamine hit every time we eat, which yes. is like a drug. So yeah. we get that high. And so, and food is so prevalent. So of course we're gonna go for the dopamine hit, which is eat food as opposed to drink water, which obviously doesn't give us the same sensation. So absolutely.
1: So, you know, you really do look at it and you say, you know, it's all about acknowledging how was the body supposed to operate in the first place. I deeply believe that the body's gonna express the greatest health when it's living in an environment and expressing Mm. the principles that really were designed for the body in the first place. And the reality is, in our ancestral times, the body would not have been consuming three meals a day.
0: Yeah. You yeah, know, you're if you consume,
1: right. I mean, if you were a king, you got your three meals a day, but that's probably also when right. a lot of the diseases and in if that state And sick. They were started. the sick yeah. people, exactly, yeah, right? Completely, yeah. So the Living normal the high life.
0: people, if they got one meal a day, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, absolutely. And so I know you work, obviously, with a lot of different clients coming from all over the place. And your clinic is in uh, London, Ontario. Yes. Right? And tell us about your experience working with people and really helping them adapt more of a ketogenic, innate lifestyle using intermittent fasting, things like that.
1: Sure. Well, the the first thing, just trying to move towards more of a ketogenic lifestyle when you're actually eliminating grains and sugars is you know even though there's a lot more awareness right now people still freak out when they're told that you can't have grains you can't have sugars right. and a lot of times people say well wait a second you know these are foods of the earth yeah. you know i mean you know the, the you know mother nature gave us pineapples and oranges and pears and all these things i mean how can those things be bad for you? And I always go back to this, and, and I think, first of all, you have to recognize that people of different genetic backgrounds are gonna process foods differently. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna have different types of metabolism. Some people, based on where they're, f- one, where they're from in the world, may do better with one type of food than another. Yep. But in principle, when you think about the higher sugar f- foods, and the ones like like grains that turn into sugars, you know, the reality is, you know, I'm a Northern Caucasian, you know, I would not be from a part of the world yeah. where pineapples are growing year not round, sure. yep. you know? So it's about saying, well, what would my culture have thrived upon? Now, it starts to get a little dicey when, you know, through the years, you know, you go on 22 and Me and you find out that, oh, I'm, this and I'm 10% that. So it's not always necessarily black or white. So I do believe in listening to your body and seeing how you should eat Mm -hmm. in the first place. Um, But the first thing is when you tell people to eliminate these foods that they think could actually be, you know, um, Mother Nature's foods or God's foods, Mm -hmm. people say, well, that's not right because I'm supposed to eat those things. And the reality is you have to also differentiate not just how is your body supposed to eat, but are you really trying to deal with some type of illness or a disease? Because there are certain illnesses That can do better under certain diet programs, even though those changes aren't associated with the cause of it. The best one, for example, is celiac. I mean, people, if they're celiac, they shouldn't eat gluten. Yeah. But consuming gluten doesn't cause celiac. Right. Right. So, same thing with, you know, if somebody has a ton of inflammation and they have gallbladder issues, well, they probably shouldn't have a ton of fat all at once. Yeah. But just eating fat your whole lifetime isn't gonna give you those gallbladder issues. Right. So, we could go on and on and on about that. You know, obviously, uh, I, had a, I had a friend who was, um, you know, dealing with cancer, not consuming any fruit. Well, no, no, we've never suggested that consuming fruit gave you the cancer. Right. But we do know that getting into this state where your body's not having to rely upon sugar. Yeah. Um, is going to benefit the immune system and help kill yeah. off of those. A therapeutic cells, so therapeutic
0: nutrition, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: you know, and then so you have to look at: Am I doing this for some clinic, some clinical yeah. need, or am I doing this because it is just the way my body was designed in right, the first place? Right. Right. You know, and then certainly I, I can tell you that you know I, I figure that you know looking at my genetic lineage, I probably am designed to eat a couple meals a day. Yeah. You know, and you know what? They're probably meant to be more you know higher fat and you know lesser carbohydrate. So that's really so. I often introduce the change by just saying just change up those meals to eliminate a lot of the higher sugar fruits, a lot of the grains, and then start looking at fasting. If you kind of do it in a two-step process, there, yeah, you know, just because for some people, if yeah. they're making a giant change, if they're watching this and this is their too first much, change, too yeah, at yeah. least just you know get those higher sugar, the yeah. higher sugar um, foods out, and then the next step often can be if you're really, really trying to go hardcore, you know, obviously you're a smoothie king, so am I a smoothie king. I think smoothie, does smoothie king still exist?
0: So. <laughs> stay away from smoothie king, though, if you're trying to live a ketogenic lifestyle. Exactly, stay away. Everything right. has a tremendous amount of sugar.
1: Yeah, so, So. but being a smoothie fanatic, I should say. Yeah, be a
0: smoothie king at your house. Yes, right? there yes, you go. yeah, yeah,
1: be, be a king of the smoothie. That's right. So I once said, wait a second, I really wanna go hardcore on this, And I was actually dealing with some, uh, uh, you know, some uh, uh, imbalanced bacteria in my mouth, you know? So I see a holistic dentist and one of the preventative checkups they do is they look at the bacterial swabs in your mouth. Mm. And all of a sudden one year, um, just my bacterial cultures in my mouth were not doing very well at all and I no, I had no detectable cavities How they would detect yeah. them But I said well, that's a warning sign for other problems and I said that's it and I went hardcore yeah. and I eliminated berries from my smoothies right. and that really was about the higher sugar fruit out that I was having. Yeah, and I did that for. And I mean Herodic- We
0: were all thinking berries. Yeah, on, berries. Don't, you know,
1: they're not going to contribute to this but two things that I noticed yeah. two things that I noticed that uh, oral culture came yeah. back perfect the next wow. time through and I didn't miss them by the time, yeah. I mean, literally, I really, I, and then I started to say, well, I, I mean, it might sound a little, you know, ridiculous, but I was thinking, wait, how much money am I spending on berries that I, I'm not even tasting? Yeah. Now, you do get benefits by consuming berries. So yeah. Oh, yeah. let's not say people should be anti-berry all the time. Exactly. And for some people, they may metabolize berries much yep. easier than other people, depending yep. on how much activity they have or their genetic lineage. Yep. You know, But for me, that was one change, Yeah. you know? And I, when, I, when I quit eating oatmeal, um, this is when I started yeah. doing, you know, more of a ketogenic type of lifestyle. And then I went to add it back in just because I was at a, yeah. a heavy outdoors weekend and I wanted to see how I would do, it. Wow. I felt so sick.
0: Yeah, you, you know, so it, yeah. you get used to eating too much of some of the stuff you shouldn't have. Yeah. I just wanted to take a moment and interrupt this podcast to tell you about one of my new favorite products. It's the Paleo Valley Turmeric Complex. If we're going to thrive in life, we've got to keep inflammation under control. We know that chronic inflammation is at the root of every degenerative condition. And turmeric is the most well-studied herb for supporting a healthy inflammation response in our body. It really supports good, healthy blood flow, joint health, brain function, our ability to have a healthy mood, memory, mindset. And so when we look at what's out there on the supplement market, when it comes to turmeric, most of the supplements are using one isolated compound called curcumin and curcumin is really, really powerful. However, what most don't really fully understand is that turmeric, whole food based turmeric, has nearly 300 other beneficial components other than just curcumin. Now, the issue with turmeric is that it has notoriously low bioavailability on its own. So it's very hard for our body to absorb. It really needs fat. And also, warming herbs really help support the absorption. You think about like a curry, for example, this famous Indian dish, they've got a lot of turmeric in there. That's why it's kind of orange colored, but it's usually in a coconut milk base and it has warming herbs like black pepper, ginger, different things like that in there, cloves. And so Paleo Valley, this is what they did with their turmeric complex. They put in coconut oil, they put in black pepper. The combination there has been shown to increase the absorption of all the different compounds in the turmeric by 2000%. So they've dramatically increased the absorption level there. And they added in organic ginger, rosemary and cloves, which are warming herbs that really support digestion, help you fully pull out as much of the nutrient value out of the turmeric as possible. These herbs also are great for supporting healthy inflammation, the immune system, they're great for the brain, uh, and they're also great for blood sugar stability. So they're all in the Paleo Valley turmeric complex. And guys, you can save 15% off this product by going to paleovalley.com forward slash drjockers and using the coupon code Jockers at checkout. That will save you 15% off your order. If you want to thrive in life, you've got to keep inflammation under control. Paleo Valley Tumeric Complex is really the best supplement out there for helping support a good inflammation process and allowing you to live at your best. So try it out today. Absolutely. You know, now, so- tell us, did you cry when uh, you took the, the first week you took the berries out, was that like an emotional moment for you? No, I just replaced them with ice because they were fr- they were frozen in the first <laughs> place. <They were> <laughs> so I tell people this. I say, listen. I say,
1: make the change. Yeah. The worst thing that can happen is you revert your changes two or three weeks later, six exactly. weeks or however long, long you experiment. want to do it. yeah. See how you do. Right. You know, but certainly then when I have, you know, evaluated my own self, when I look at, you know, uh, just, you know, hydration levels, body um, body um, yeah. fat percentage, that type of thing, you know, I do better with lower sugar fruits for sure yeah. at the very, very most and certainly no grains. And really, you know, that starts to become the basis of a ketogenic lifestyle, yeah. um, I think. And, and some people have to take a little bit further depending on right. their metabolism. Um, but if people can just make that their starting point, they get that. that yeah. That that it helps you start to realize it's very, very possible, very easy to do. Exactly. But you know what? Some folks, unless they're on programs like this, they might not have it all figured out. And I respect that. I literally, David, I remember going out for lunch, Ten or 15 years ago and thinking, should I go and get the piece of fish with all the vegetables or should I go get pasta? Because I thought they were both homemade, they were both nutritious, yeah. you know, not realizing that all that pasta was white flour. Right. But I was always taught that it had all the B vitamins and all oh, yeah. the extra things there that I needed to get. And I just, mm-hmm. I, I was always told that to base it just on whether or not it was a carbohydrate or, or a, a protein or a fat, not even looking yeah. at like the, the purity of the compound. You know, or the purity of the food. So obviously, you know, some people still are that, at that baseline starting yeah. point. Just eliminate the white flour, yeah. the sugar, the other flours. That alone is a big change for some That's people. That's a huge change, yeah. Uh, but you know what? The reason why you're doing this and the reason why I still do what I do is because if somebody's not getting well uh, and they're dealing with conditions that they feel that their body should be healing much easier, don't give up. Yeah. You know, because maybe you need to, ref- maybe you are that person who needs to remove the barriers from their smoothie and you right. need to take it that much further yeah. to get the changes that you need to see yeah, you gotta because, have that because, because the, pr- the principles are always true, Yeah. right? But some people may need to apply them more uniquely than others.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, a, a term I always tell my clients w- in the health journey, I say, you know, really getting healthy is about getting a master's degree in your own health, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you were going to go and get a master's degree at a school like this, Okay, you're gonna spend a lot of time, money, and energy in yeah. doing that, right? And it's a slow process. You wanna take it semester by semester. And so taking berries out or doing something along those lines May just be, you know, an assignment that you're doing for a short period of time along the way of developing your master's degree in your own health, which you're going to take with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, and
1: it's it's self-study as well. I mean, you want to best know your body. I mean, I ultimately feel we'd like people to be able to get up in the morning, be able to listen to their body and let their body tell them what they should eat instead of just having to follow a book. That's right. But you know, when your brain psychology is all screwed up and you've got yeah. all these hormonal triggers and all these food sensitivities and addictions and, and everything else too, yeah. um, sometimes you need that guide to start. Yeah, and, and, you know? and taking,
0: getting a starting place, exactly. Yes. Like yeah. in your book, what I love is three changes, right? Yeah. And it's, it's simple. It's like, okay, if you can make these three changes, that's really gonna move you on the direction towards, you know, vastly improving your health and really living a sort of a ketogenic lifestyle, right? Take yeah. out sugars and grains, right, yeah. which we were talking about, get rid of bad fats. You know, yeah. we haven't touched on that, but all the refined oils bring in the good fats and then change the meat, right? And yeah. getting rid of the, the processed meat, sticking with the organic grass fed, right? you really simplified it as far as that goes. Yeah. And I know that you do a lot of work with detoxification. In fact, yeah. you did a whole summit on detox. Yeah. And so tell us about a few of your favorite foods that help the body detox.
1: Uh, you know, there's an article that I actually pulled and I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was actually in that detox summit which yeah. it was just that really the foundation for detoxification really should be through foods, yeah. you know, and that's where, you know, there are some very, very advanced supplementation regimens mm-hmm. that people can follow yep. that I do follow that myself. I mean, I'm a fan of uh, liposomal glutathione. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a fan of activated charcoal, yep. you know, but there's a ton of research just demonstrating that detoxification is a natural process for the body to achieve. Yeah. I do believe the body was designed, recognize in full recognition that we would, you know, have to, you know, ward off foreign invaders. Uh, sometimes uh, organic invaders, sometimes not. Yeah. You know, you know, certainly the body is designed and equipped through the liver and the colon and the kidneys and so forth to deal with, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, smoke from a, a fire. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Or, or fungal toxins. Um, however, we've been pushed to our limits now, yeah. right? So again, the type of detoxing that the body would have had to have done. Uh, several hundred years ago is a lot different than the type of detoxing that they would need to do in a new building Where you have all this like um, off-gassing of paint and furniture right. and all else, too So that's where you just have to be smarter and better take care of yeah. your body's innate detoxification systems yeah. And really again what it all it, it always comes down to when you search to look at those foods that are the higher sources of glutathione mm-hmm. Which is your body's number one antioxidant that really yeah. really is designed for cellular deti- uh, uh, intracellular detoxification yeah it's all, um, it's all raw vegetables, yeah. you know? I mean, it is, it is in high concentrations in raw organ meats and that type of thing yeah. as well, but you actually look at the list where at best ways to get glutathione, it's raw vegetables. Now, mm-hmm. the minute you cook those vegetables, uh, you kill off all the glutathione. Sorry, you don't kill off glutathione, you just destroy the glutathione so it can't be yeah. used in the body. So again, the raw food plant-based diet plays a giant role in detoxification, mm-hmm. Um, not only because it's providing the fiber and the vitamin C and everything else that your body needs, but yeah. um, in terms of just the pure glutathione, that was a surprise for me because I only thought that glutathione would have come from things like you know, um, you know liver and animal yeah. products and you know, mm-hmm. uh, raw dairy, that type of thing. Right. But, but there's a ton of great sources to get it that way. And the nice thing is all those things that I just mentioned, those are going to support detoxification and they're going to support ketosis as well. Yeah. You know, So there's not a single uh, green leafy vegetable that I've seen or avocado or anything that's giant right. on this list um, that's going to you know, screw up your insulin level levels and yeah. also interfere with ketosis. So, a lot of people when they start to go on to a like a quality um, plant-based detoxification regimen, even if they're going to incorporate certain things like uh, uh, maybe they want to be largely plant-based but include some wild fish. Yeah. Um, I developed on my web that's on my website now is the 7-day cleanse. You know, we set that up to actually be largely plant-based, have mm-hmm. a lot of probiotic-based foods as well. Yeah. But, you know what, stagger in some some um, some wild fish, if that's how your body yeah, does well, you right. know. Yeah. Certainly, you look at people from the north, you know, like Scandinavian cultures. You yeah. all you would have had, you would have fish all the time, yeah. You know, yeah. so that so I'm not saying you know that is something that somebody should never consume. So we put that in on the seven day cleanse in its purest form. I think it's fine, yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, people are doing these detox plans. They don't even realize that one of these secondary benefits is they're also going they're they're doing a ketogenic diet yeah. as well, especially
0: if they're adding in fasting. Right? Exactly. So absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. So BJ, you ready for this? Yes. Let's say you're going out. You're going to be stranded on a on an island. Yeah. Okay. For a year, you can yeah. have unlimited supply of three foods. Yeah. Three foods. All right. Yeah. What foods would you? And and there's you know nothing else on the island. You're going to survive on three foods. What do you bring? Um, you know
1: what? My I I instinctively turn to things that are like um, known for being like sources of great fats. Yeah. You know I would I would go I would go to coconut for sure. <laughs> and you know what I always talk about in seminars and classes is. Uh, uh, you know, coconut gets a bad rap because it's largely saturated fat. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think the world still really totally understands that saturated fat is not dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, coconut, you look at these people that go on Survivor and they're there for 40 yeah. days and all they eat is coconuts. And yeah. I mean, these people are ripped after oh, 40 yeah, absolutely. days. They yeah. get modeling contracts yeah. after 40 days and they look <laughs> great. So absolutely coconut, because again, you look at like the purity of like true coconut in yeah. terms of providing all of the um, the fats that you need there, um, you know, plus the coconut water that you can crack it open and, you know, get your electrolytes that way. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's so definitely coconut one would be for sure. And, of course, too, people think about coconut oil. Well, you know, remember, in that coconut roughage, that meat, I mean, that's, yeah. that's food. That keeps yeah. you full. Yep. So coconut would be one. Uh, the next thing would certainly be, I would say, avocado. You know, mm-hmm. again, again, just, again, they're going to mm-hmm. keep you full. Great source of healthy yep. fats. A lot of
0: minerals in there, electrolytes. Yep. You got it. Yep. And
1: I don't even know. I mean, you can grill an avocado. But, I mean, this is something that people are just used to consuming <laughs> yeah, raw. yeah. Yeah, exactly you know although the timing would be very difficult though i'd be waiting right till the perfect time and if i miss it by that one day i wouldn't be able to Spoiler. eat the avocado and the other thing that i would do would be um although it's not any one food but i would i would look at i'm um, being able to like sprout um nuts or seeds yeah. Yeah. you know so certainly like i flew this morning and uh i used to always take smoothie stuff with me mm-hmm. on the airplane yeah. and i used to be the the guy on the plane who would. Put my smoothie in a cup and stir it up with water <laughs> and drink it. But you know, I really just try to consume whole foods now. Yeah. So I thought, what is the easiest thing I could put in my bag? And it, and I got, I brought sprouted pumpkin seeds. Yeah. You know, and right. sprouting is something that actually you could look after on your own. Yeah. If you're on an island. Now, I'd also oh, need yeah. to be growing the pumpkin so I get more pumpkin seeds. Yeah. But that I could probably do too as well. But yeah. again, going to keep me full, and there I'm going to get carbohydrates, fats, yeah. proteins, yeah. Um, plus all the nutrients that come along. A lot of with those zinc elements. in that.
0: You got it. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so those would be my three. Yeah. Awesome, I love And those it. would all fit it.
1: on a ketogenic plan, would they oh, not? Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. Those yeah. are all totally keto approved. Yeah. Right? You probably catch some fish or, you know, try to catch some fish while you're out there as well. Yeah. So anyways, BJ, it's been an awesome interview. And uh, let us know, where can we find more about you? Uh, Drhardick.com is my mm-hmm. website. So yep. Drhardick, H-A-R-D-I-C-K.com.
1: Yep. And you know, really, really, the elements that I like to focus on really would be the whole food lifestyle yeah. uh, and certainly helping people look at basic, advan- basic and advanced de- levels of detoxification, just because it's so close to my heart. Um, also, as a chiropractor, I want to make sure people can you know, get a better understanding of the chiropractic way of life. So those would be the main, yeah. main, uh, main kind of three areas that I would focus a lot on my own website. Yep. And I'd be happy to you know, entertain questions that people have them, and of course, on Facebook as well.
0: Absolutely. And if people are in the Toronto, Ontario, London area, yes. yeah. what's the name of your clinic?
1: Hardik Chiropractic Hardick Center.
0: Chiropractic We've Center.
1: been there for almost 50 years.
0: Hey, there yeah, you go. Yeah, and my... one of the largest, most well-respected chiropractic clinics in the world. I so. appreciate that, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, well it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on Yes, I'm this BJ. has been fun, I wanna do absolutely, it again. Absolutely, definitely. Yeah. And so if you're listening to the Keto Edge Summit, hopefully you're getting tremendous value out of interviews of world experts like, like BJ here. And uh, you know, we'd love to have you just really dive in deeper with us and, and purchase the full package Um, So that way you're able to get the transcripts, you're able to get really everything that goes along with this Keto Edge Summit and uh, take it home, listen to it at at your own leisure and really get the full value out of it. So we'll see you on a future interview.